0: Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. I'm Nicole Pellegrino. And we are your hosts. And today, I hope you guys liked our our last episode about prenups. I thought it was great. I learned so much.
1: I'm telling you, I went in thinking, why would anybody ever get a prenup? That's so unromantic. And I came out ready With to a get a prenup. <laughs> Literally. I actually walked out of the room and brought it up to my fiance, Mike. And he was a little taken aback, I will say. It was, it was an early morning prenup ask. Um, but I, you guys, if you haven't listened, you've got to. It was really just so informative, I thought.
0: Yeah, I thought it just will arm you with a lot more information about the whole subject which I feel like people do not like to talk about because it feels like icky or like unromantic or like doesn't fit into the fairy tale theme of weddings. But um I'm glad we covered it. I think it's very practical and I think it's very important for women um in 2020 and you know beyond. Exactly. Um so today we're back to doing more emails um, and if you guys want us to talk about a particular subject or if you have an advice question please email us brides at betches.com um, we love getting your emails they're really good and I think people love these because they really can relate to them um, and we're trying to help as many people as possible and so if you haven't covered a topic send it in
1: definitely do and we are still working on getting some topics like you guys have already requested like the pre-canna episode we're working on finding the perfect guest for that one because we really we don't want to take just anybody to give you guys advice we want the perfect person so right um, we the
0: betchy version of a pre-kana kana <laughs> or pre-kana
1: i honestly that's the going to be my first question to this person <laughs> because i clear I, I still to this day have no idea i think it's pre-kana and i've been Pre-Kana. saying kana.
0: Okay. How do well, Our first question is how do you say it? Um, <laughs> our second question, what is it? Um, okay. Yeah. So let's, oh, yeah. let's do the first email. You want to read it?
1: Sure. All right. This person says, I really need some advice. I accidentally found out my boyfriend of four years is proposing next month. I then was so excited. I, I looked at his texts with my mom and basically found out every detail. The way he has it planned was so cute so I wanted to pretend I didn't know. That was until I snooped around and found the ring. It is not what I want at all. I thought he I thought we talked about it before. Now I am so mad and do not want the ring but he can't return it. I also told him several times before I found out that I did not want to be engaged while Corona was a thing because I don't even want to deal with the additional stress and anxiety. Now I keep having nightmares every night and can't sleep because I keep picturing that hideous ring and me saying no. I brought it up with him this morning because he asked why I was awake all night. I said in my nightmare that he proposed with a ring I did not want and I was mad because I thought he knew it what i wanted he then said that that was superficial and how did he just realize i was just that i was that superficial only after 4 years i told him i'm not one to care about designer clothes and jewelry but this ring is the only thing i care about he was still so pissed now i don't know what to do it is driving me nuts and i haven't told anyone i know what's happening because i'm not sure who he told do i tell him i know that he's proposing do I just pretend I don't know? Do I pretend the ring is fine? Help! This is not how I pictured this all happening.
0: <sighs> wow, I feel like this is the combination of like so many movies where the person finds out uh, that the person's proposing. Like, so this makes me think of both. Um, what was it? Bride Wars. Do you remember Bride Wars, where she like her friend like gets engaged? Be- yeah, her. Well, yeah. yeah, her friend gets engaged before her, and then she's like freaking out that she's not engaged yet and she starts like looking for the ring and then she yells at him because he hasn't proposed Mm -hmm. um so it makes me think of that and then it makes me think of um sex in the city when aiden when carrie finds the ring that like like aiden's ring and she starts like throwing up she hates (laughs) it but then when he does propose it's like he like switched it out because miranda had him get like the ugly ring do you remember that
1: Okay, so I, my friends hate me because I literally haven't, like, fully watched Sex in the City. Oh, wow, so my, you have no
0: idea what I'm talking about. It,
1: but I, like, conviction. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the movies. It's, like, I'm going to get, like, attacked. Oh, my God, this. the movies are terrible. Do not <laughs> judge your
0: Sex in the City, um, like, love your Sex in the City based on that. That's I think what they it's both a terrible show and an amazing show, but, like, the actual TV show is way better because it's, like, I think it's funnier, it's less cheesy, it's less materialistic, and it's, like, yeah. kind of makes fun of itself more.
1: No, I know um, I have to watch it. Like I need to, like, do nothing else but watch Sex in the City because I'm well,
0: the only. Do you like Emily in Paris?
1: Yes, I loved Emily in Paris.
0: <laughs> kind of, it's like A- Emily in Paris, and it's really, really good. Oh well, um, then I'll love it. Right. Um, but check it out. Um, anyway, in the in the in the show, whatever. Uh, what the fuck is her name? Her um, real name sarah jessica parker sarah jessica parker um, like boyfriend she like finds out she finds a ring and she's like disgusted she hates it um, <laughs> i love that this is a tricky one i can it's, totally see like having like a similar anxiety situation
1: i mean yeah because the here's the thing i see she's not being that much of a diva like this is a ring that you're going to have on your life or on your finger for the rest of your life. Like I am the number one proponent of loving your engagement ring because it you're gonna have it forever. This is why, ladies. This is why I don't care if it's not romantic. Go to pick out or look at different options with your fiance. You don't just let him pick it out. I don't care if. How,
0: it, how did you do it?
1: I I took I grabbed his ass I said Go, we're going to the store grabbed his ass. and <laughs> and we got in Ragged the car his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and we went and I said here's my top 3 favorite I like these I mean cuz I went and you, let, you know, let him
0: pick between like a you, you had like You pre-picked like three acceptable things and then you were like, you can pick your favorite of these three.
1: Exactly. That's why, that's how it was romantic because he picked his favorite and Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. I loved all three of them. I definitely like made him know which one was really my favorite. So he picked that one. But if you're not as weird as me, you could just pick top three. I think that leaves it up. And here's the thing. The guy appreciates that probably. He doesn't want to go pick out of this thousands of dollars worth of right jewelry without knowing what you like i mean you've got to avoid this situation but for her sakes and she's already-
0: like how did this happen
1: <laughs> i don't know i really i feel her anxiety
0: coming through the email um right it's like when someone gets you a bad birthday gift or something but like times a thousand because it's like right. so much more expensive and so many more people are like paying attention to it than right, right. any else
1: and she even said right she yeah Um, she's not particular about anything else she just wants to love this ring which makes sense
0: selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business
1: I th- when I read this, I was like, "Here's what I would do. I would play completely dumb. Just don't even tell." Too late any- for
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, wait. Didn't she say she? She okay. already told him she had a terrible dream. I had a I had a nightmare <laughs> that he proposed with the with a ring that was substandard, which is
1: actually kind of smart. Um, I would just I would pretend like. I would I would go off of that nightmare since she's already told him. I'd be like, oh, that nightmare was awful. I would never want to live that in real life. So sweetie, here just to get in front of it, here is the kind of ring that I do want, and here's what I don't want. And I would literally pull up a picture of the ring he got and pull that up as definitely don't want. And I mean it, she said in at one point he can't return it, which I'm I don't I I I feel like I don't know i would try to see if he could or like
0: like he might be able to return it if it's not like it's not like it's used already and i mean unless it's like something he got from someone i mean most jewelry like yeah stores or things will at least let you exchange right right i get if it's custom it might be a little bit more difficult yeah Um, yeah so i think she's got a few options here um, I get where she's coming from. I get the anxiety. I get that it's a little superficial. But you know what? Like, we all are entitled to be a little superficial mm-hmm. sometimes. Like, this is like a big, big ticket purchase. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I can see why one would be like, one a person who's not necessarily superficial might become more superficial around the ring. It's funny because, like, before I was engaged, I was kind of like, I don't even really care about a ring. Like, who cares? Like, I'd rather have, like, <laughs> An engagement down payment, and then an engagement ring. Because I'm like, this doesn't do anything. This doesn't like mm-hmm. drive me to work, whatever. <laughs> um, and then you start looking at rings, and you're like, you know what? Oh, I, I do want care. Ring. <laughs> I don't yeah, want yeah. Ring. Um, and I don't consider myself to be like a super superficial person. I mean, I'm probably like, there's probably a spectrum <laughs> somewhere right. on the on the spectrum of that. But um, I think when you get into it, it can make you sort of like a little crazy and like want something very particular and I get that you mm-hmm. you know you're going to be wearing it forever it means a lot to you and you want it to feel like you you want it to feel like something that you are excited to wear forever um so it it's th- that's why the whole process of proposal is so annoying because it has it's supposed to be this like secretive thing but like it's such a big thing it really should be a thing that you do together like you said
1: mm-hmm. like when I
0: when I did it I didn't go with him because I did want some sort of weird element of surprise. So I went I went alone. I went with a friend, and then I told the jeweler exactly what I wanted. And then I was like, t- when he comes in, tell him, like, this is what I want. That's actually a or really not, good idea. Not the exact ring, but I was like, this is, like, pretty But that way, the exact thing I want. He can pick, like, the setting.
1: Yeah, I like that because that way the jeweler has enough like that much more authority to guide him because the jeweler is going to be the one guiding him anyways in the purchase so why not educate the jeweler on what you want that way like they can really work together with that's a really good
0: idea right. i like that and i think it's it's weird because you kind of have to bring them a budget when you do that mm-hmm. so Had to like ask him ahead of time which was like kind of weird but i like, get it was like a range
1: and oh yeah um,
0: yeah it's like a range and then they you know they they decide with the person exactly what they want and they know you the general shape and style you want but okay it's too late for that for her <laughs> right. yeah she's i she's waking up in the middle
1: of the night stress
0: right i would i think the way she's going about it is not great because it's like somewhere in the middle of like being truthful and mm-hmm. um and sort of biting the bullet she's trying to like do both and i don't really think that's gonna work so I would do one of two things. I would, one, just kind of like cop to it. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> um, I found the ring, like, by accident, maybe on purpose. I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I couldn't control myself. Mm-hmm. Or I, I found it by accident. Um, I'm like so excited to marry you. I love you so much. But I have to get this off my chest. Just that, like, I just <laughs> feel like it wasn't the ring that we talked about. Um, and like, I don't want you, I know this might sound super. I know you could, I think you should, you should own that it's a little superficial. It's okay to be a little superficial. It doesn't make you a bad person. You right. can say like, I know it's a little materialistic or I know it's a little superficial, but like, I just always, I just don't really feel like this ring is me. I like, I really want to like be in love with the ring and wear it everywhere. And I just don't really feel like this is like, that's, that this is the ring. Like, right. I can I, can I? help you like figure out how to get it back how to get a different one like can we figure out a way to so that I'm like really excited about this and again like I'm sorry I'm sorry for snooping I know I'm like insane like I'm sorry I know like I this this might come off a little superficial but like it's it's really important to me like I've dreamed about this day for so long and I just like I don't want to like be keeping this inside and then like silently not liking this thing I think that's almost worse for you if you think I love it and I don't um
1: that's what I was gonna say like that he I think his ultimate goal is for you to obviously love your ring like I'm trying to think if I was in the same scenario like I know in a in a second Mike might have been like a little bit annoyed and been like okay wow she's she's picky about that but as long as (laughs) but as long as it's like a ring in the same price rate it's not like she can go back and ask for a the ring that's double the price but right it seems like
0: it's about the design right right right? she didn't say it's like so small like exactly devastated it's more i mean unless that is the case and she just didn't write it but like (laughs) that's a different story
1: right Right. but i think i think the goal is for because i think now after she's is honest like that and says like look you know this is where i'm coming from and says everything you just said i think after that he it's kind of on him where like he can't be like no babe you're superficial because after that it's like he what is he going to do proceed with giving her the ring she hates no like he right
0: wants- and also it's like fine i'm a little superficial like this is who i am like we're going right. to get married like you should know that like this is like this is something that matters to me if it's if it's if it's, if it's an issue for you that this matters to me then like we might have bigger problems i right. think it's kind of the thing where it's like you need to be able to feel free to talk to someone honestly about this kind of thing because like you can't really be polite in a marriage it's not like really how like a real relationship works mm-hmm. you have to be able to talk about tough stuff and and even own sometimes that like you might be being slightly unreasonable but regardless it means a lot to you so you really want to say it
1: oh yeah for sure yeah
0: i think that's better than my other suggestion which was to just like bite the bullet and then get it reset <sighs> like yeah. a little bit later i feel like that's sort of like the like uh uh-uh, like yeah.
1: I don't know because it's like then there's weird logistics that go into it then you're like okay
0: I'd rather just like then you're like immediately resetting his ring that's sort of insulting in its own way right right Um, I don't know about that because part of me does think like he picked it out like this is like he wants to give it to you like the meaningful thing is that you are getting engaged but I do understand also like being in that in that seat looking at rings where you're like you know like It's such an exciting moment and it just makes it so much better if you love the ring Mm -hmm. even though it's not about that we all understand it's not not about that like no but that's like a big thing of the engagement like you and
1: then uh, think about it this is why people are so uh caring about what their ring looks like, too, because it's the first question that people ask you when you get engaged. Yeah, Yeah, let me see the ring. And this is going to sound so I'm probably going to get attacked for this. So people don't come at me, please. But I the worst is when like somebody gets engaged and their ring just like, I don't know, isn't good. (laughs) And like you can tell
0: on people. Well, it's only if you can tell if they don't like it. Yes. Yeah. I think You can tell when they love right? it. That's, that's good. Point. Sometimes, I sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't like that ring, but like, they seem to love it. So it's kind of like, who like, I don't care. I'm like, oh, like they oh, clearly love it. Like they clearly yeah. like, you can, sort you of can tell when someone's like a little hesitant it. to show it to you. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause they'll, they'll
1: put caveats when they show you, they'll be like, it's really like whatever right now. Like I have to get a clean. I don't know. They'll, they'll say little things like that, but it's like, when they really love it, they'll like shove it in your face and show you that's true right but um and it's
0: kind of like i like i get it that this all sounds a little superficial like it is like a like rings are like a marketing ploy by the diamond industry i get that mm -hmm. that being said um that doesn't change like the society that we live in that doesn't change like you know Mm -hmm. like it being a big part of the culture that we live in like having an engagement ring that you like and are proud of um so i think it was just a matter of him just like not knowing the correct style maybe he asked his mom in his text, (laughs) and she doesn't have quite the same style now is a good time to let him know exactly who you are and if that if that's a little superficial if that's not like the most down-to-earth person in the entire world that's okay we're not perfect he should know that about you before he marries you regardless
1: very true you very true all right
0: well good luck please follow up with how um this turns out because i need to know (laughs) yeah i kind of want to see a picture of (laughs) the (laughs) ring. see the thing is like i'm like you might see the ring and be like i love that ring but like maybe it's not her like it doesn't mean and i think you should stress that that just to bring it full circle i think she should stress that like this isn't a bad ring this is just not the ring that this doesn't feel like me that's what carrie said this doesn't feel like me that's a
1: that's a good way to say it like you're not like this ring is fucking ugly you say this right. doesn't feel like me
0: yeah and then it's less like oh this isn't like the nicest ring i've ever seen it's more like this is not like a ring that i feel like makes sense for me my mm-hmm. personality um, but the but the, the nightmare thing is a little, like, manipulative to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is kind of petty. Are you
0: going to use that with, like, everything you have? Like, I had a nightmare last <laughs> night that someone didn't do the dishes when they said they were going to. It was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> like, it's going to be, yeah, be, like, method. a little more straightforward, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um let's do another one hi Betches brides i'm a corona bride and just got married two weeks ago your podcast really helped me navigate how to have a corona friendly wedding and i listen religiously so a huge thank you one thing my husband and i are struggling with after our wedding is this we paid for the wedding ourselves and his parents paid for the rehearsal dinner however they didn't give us a wedding gift is this normal i'm having a hard time because my mother-in-law gave me such a hard time about not having a bridal shower but she didn't even give us a gift Wondering if this is normal because we were not prepared and not sure how to ask, um, did you get us a gift? Especially when the wedding was not cheap and had plenty of her friends. That's a whole other story. His parents are in a financial situation where money is not an object, so I know it's not coming out of financial hardships of 2020. How do we bring this up? Do we bring it up at all? Also, another situation about gifts. Our bridal party was small, and only and only two people got us gifts. We genuinely didn't want anything from them, and we're not surprised by this, but I don't know if it is becoming a new trend. We didn't have a bachelor slash bachelorette party or a bridal shower. Whenever I'm in someone's wedding, I always give gifts. Is this, is this a thing? Uh, have people stopped giving gifts when they're in someone's bridal party? It feels so weird and tacky to talk about gifts, uh, but what's the etiquette? Thank you. Um, okay, so let's, do, let's, let's separate these. Yeah. She said his parents paid for the rehearsal dinner. And then she's wondering where their gift is. To me, the rehearsal dinner is the gift.
1: I was going to say the exact same thing. And I get that some people might feel differently. Some people might expect, like, at least a little something. Maybe it's less on the expensive side, more of a sentimental gift, whatever. But a rehearsal dinner, that's a big, that's a big expense still. It's an
0: expensive thing. Yeah. That's p- paying to feed, like, I don't know, 20 to, 50 people what's right (laughs) i'm
1: i plan on telling my future in-laws because they're going to cover the rehearsal dinner i plan on telling them like you better not get us a gift because that is enough and knowing them they'll probably try to still get something for us just because they love giving us thoughtful gifts they're more on like the thoughtful side but um i plan on telling them like don't get me anything that's huge
0: right um yeah I, to me, like if someone's paying for a large amount of like a significant thing for your wedding or even really insignificant, like I would, I would consider that the gift. And then if they got anything else, that would be like a really nice, sweet, thoughtful mm-hmm. gesture bonus. Like I would not expect anyone who's paying a significant amount of money towards the wedding to give you an additional gift. To me, that seems right. like, um, it seems a little entitled
1: to think that in my I've mind I've actually heard no I agree that does and like I again like I'm not trying to you know she she has a right to think what she wants but um and it says that you know they're not coming out of financial hardships of 2020 I think she it looks like she's a little bit annoyed just because it, the parents of I guess him so his yeah her mother-in-law Um, is inviting a bunch of people to the wedding and the wedding is costly and stuff but at the same time I agree it's like at least they're doing the rehearsal dinner if they get something else it's a nice to have I've actually heard of this thing I like didn't realize this was a thing but apparently it's a thing to get the parents of both of you so like your own parents and your fiance's parents a gift on your wedding have you heard of that
0: (laughs) So you're like, not only should you not be expecting a gift, but where is your <laughs> gift for that? I swear, we've gotten DMs, like, asking what, like, what
1: should I get for the parents for the wedding? And, I, and I'm like, what? What, what? Is this a thing? I'm learning running this special Brides account because I'm like, I didn't know parent gifts was a thing. But apparently some people say right. it is.
0: I haven't heard of that. But here's what I would suggest is, like, um, I've I've heard of bridesmaid gifts. People getting yeah. their bridesmaids oh, or yeah. groomsmen gift. That seems pretty common. I would expect nothing mm-hmm. and then, like, be pleasantly surprised at everything. I think when you expect things, that's where you start to get, like, let down. Um, but I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't go into that expecting anything from any of these people. And I guess she's probably probably feeling shitty because she's, like, maybe didn't get that many gifts or had a smaller wedding and feels like she's, like, not getting any gifts. And it does feel, especially when the gift is thoughtful. I get it, it does feel it make you feel special and important um mm-hmm. and good so I do I see where it comes from but I would just kind of like bite the bullet right um when it comes to yeah with the parents I wouldn't expect anything I like and I like you said like if anything you should probably get
1: <laughs> them
0: a gift or maybe not
1: this girl is know. gonna be like thanks for the advice no I, I
0: if you want to get them just... something, Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was just I feel like if I got them something
0: it'd be like a framed picture of like me and their family at the wedding.
1: Love that. That's very thoughtful. You can't go wrong. Parents love like little thoughtful things like a photo a framed photo. You really can't go wrong with that.
0: Right. They love that shit. Um and then when it comes to the friends, um, I do think that's surprising. I usually give more money the more involved in the wedding I am. Like if I'm a bridesmaid, Mm -hmm. I usually give more than if I'm just a wedding guest. Or if I'm a maid of honor, I would give even more than that. Um, In my mind, that's sort of correlated that way. My only thought with that, I would never say anything about anyone not getting a gift ever. I do think it's like a little bit, you can like remember, but I don't think you can say anything. I think it's like a little tacky. Also, like people technically have up until a year after your wedding to get you a gift. So these people like might, it might be in the mail and then you said something and you have to feel like really awkward and shitty about that. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: No, that's that's so true. I fully agree with you. I would never ask or say anything. Um the thing, the thing with the sending after up to a year, I feel like I've done that or I've waited a little while after the wedding, but I always say it's because I'm like, you know, my life is in shambles and I'm like busy. And I always say, like, your gift is coming, don't worry. Just so they know, like, I'm not just trying to not give them anything. Right. And then <laughs> but so but yeah. Anyways, I, I would, yeah. That's definitely a thing that bridal, pr- bridal party should get you gifts. Um, and like you even said, even something I,
0: small, like like even though yeah. you spent a lot of money on the wedding, I think you could still give like a small gift just to show, even like a thoughtful gift.
1: Yeah. Well, I was gonna say for this scenario, it sounds like they. It's not like she made them spend a ton of money on like bachelorette or bridal shower because she didn't have one. So. Um, yeah, I mean, she should definitely expect a gift from
0: them. Yeah, but I would again, even if you never got it, I wouldn't say anything. You can, like, kind of remember it. I just don't think that you can ask someone, like, where is my gift? I feel like that is not yeah. okay no. etiquette-wise. Um, but again, she only got married two weeks ago. Like, these people, like, might have forgotten their yeah. envelope at home and are going to, like, mail it to you or send it to you or think you're on your honeymoon and, like, waiting for you to come back. Um, I know people who would get – who sent gifts to people like six months later just because like Mm -hmm. they literally just forgot and then realized and i think it's such an awkward conversation to have um i can't ever imagine having it it's funny because it's the kind of thing you'll like silently remember forever yeah i feel like if someone didn't get you a gift you would remember like if you saw them like three years later that they came to your wedding and didn't get you a gift but you would never say anything which is like almost worse
1: yeah (laughs) but um You know what I mean? That's so awkward. Yeah, like, that that would be a big, like you said, I would never forget if somebody, like, just didn't get us anything for our life.
0: Right. It's so much worse for the person who doesn't get the gift. Like, Mm -hmm. better to get a small gift and then have it erased from the person's memory than, like, no gift. And then they just remember that you're the person that didn't get them a gift, like, forever. Right. So don't worry. They will be punished (laughs) in their own way. I'll always have to know that they didn't get. It. I'm like, and also like, maybe there's maybe they sent it and you just like didn't get it yet. Mm-hmm. Like that would be like the worst possible thing for me if I ever brought up that someone didn't get me a gift and then I got it like the next day. Like how embarrassing would that be?
1: Yeah, no, that was stuck.
0: Okay, should we do one more?
1: Yes, let's get into it. All right, I can go ahead and read this one. Hi, Jordana and Nicole. Obviously, before I get into it, I love, love, love the podcast and all things Betches. I've been reading the books and listening to you girls since university, now 26, ugh, ugh currently meal, And I'm still always pumped to see new content and podcasts. Yay, thank you. Okay, let's get into it. I've been dating my boyfriend for four and a half years. He is 27 and I am 26. We have lived together for four years, moved away together for three years, and lived in a home we purchased together for one and a half years. Do you see where this is going? We are still not engaged. Call me crazy, but this isn't isn't this something that should have happened by now? We have talked about it many times, and I have outlined my goal of being married with kids by 30. He says he wants that for us too, but he just, quote, isn't ready to propose yet. Should I be nervous about this? If we both want to be married with kids by 30, isn't this something we should be planning for? We have couples in our friend group that are engaged in planning weddings and I can't help but want that. After four and a half years, isn't it normal to want to get engaged? Is it ever okay to take an ultimatum or to make an ultimatum? Am I being crazy? Help, XOXO, a hopeless girlfriend. Side note, he has money for a ring. He is a big saver and is very comfortable in his career. Lots of engagement questions these days.
0: Yes, this is a hot engagement <laughs> question. Um, so we've gotten a similar uh, email to this on um, you up. on You Up, actually. So I've answered one like this. Um, and to me, like, this is a very clear example of just two people who are not on the same page even though she like says they are it doesn't seem like she says he quote unquote he said he isn't ready to propose yet that doesn't mean anything unless it's unless it's backed up with a reason for that so if someone just keeps saying to you like i'm not ready i'm not ready and you don't get to the bottom of like why that is i think it's okay to not be ready but you should understand like why that is and like when he expects to be ready Mm -hmm. um because that's just like how you communicate and understand each other like you can't just accept like I'm not ready without getting to the bottom of what, of like what is holding him back. That to me really? just says you guys aren't communicating like in what you could live with someone and be with them for four and a half years and not have real serious conversations. Cause it sounds like you guys are sort of avoiding doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I were, I don't think an ult. I think an ultimatum gets a bad rap. What an ultimatum basically says is this is what I want. If you're, um, if you don't want the same things, then we're not a match. I think people think of ultimatums as like, oh, you're ultimating. You're like, you're, you're, those are like terrible for relationships. But I think if you think of them a different way, they're more like, this is what I want. I told you many times I like want to be married by 30. We've been together four and a half years. I love you very much. I feel like you're the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. Mm -hmm. Um, You kind of have said that to me too, but it seems like you're not on the same page. Like what's holding you back? Because like, I would like to be engaged by whatever date. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's say,
1: I'm I'm not opposed to that that way of an ultimatum. I feel like that was a really good way to put it, and it's clear with this scenario like they are going to be engaged at some point. Like they live together unless like something crazy happens because there is there are situations where couples break up after living together. But it seems like you know they're not, there's not any question of that they are going to be together for life.
0: Um, I disagree I, with that. I think that that I think that there is question <laughs> about that.
1: Yeah. Well cuz it is sketchy that he's like I'm just not ready to propose yet. But also part of me thinks like I you have to get inside the male brain. They hate feeling pressured or cornered or like locked down too much and it sucks because like I feel like women are more straightforward and uh, like even though it they're not trying. <laughs> Mike, our podcast producer, just slacked us during this, said, yeah, don't do this <laughs> from the male point of view. Um, but yeah, like, I, it just sucks because, like, even though women don't feel like they are pressuring or cornering or backing into a corner, men, it's like, you're just trying to be honest. It's It may come off like you're doing that. And she, I mean, she has a very strict co- timeline, like, married and kids by 30. She's 26. So she's well- got time. Okay. She's twenty six.
0: She's been with this guy since she was like twenty one. Yeah, right.
1: They're young. They've been together. Both. They are. They
0: are young, and they've been together since they were young. So, like, and people change in that period of time. Like, someone, someone might be. Well, Mike is is uh, (laughs) letting us know that if a girl did this to him, he'd be out. But I think that that would be fine if someone did that. If someone gives you tells you they want to be married, um, and have kids by a certain age and you're out you're not a good match for that person um like someone else does want those things so like Mm -hmm. i think it's the kind of thing where it's not you shouldn't just be waiting around indefinitely for someone to give you what you want like say what you want and find out why the person isn't on the same page that's a good
1: point it's 2020 we gotta say what we want Uh, truly like you can't it's time to start planning
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's okay to have reservations. Maybe he's just like I'm nervous about committing th- to be with someone for my whole life. It's a nerve-wracking thing and I think that's okay. Like that is that is a scary thing that is like people do want to do things in their own time, but you can say like let's sift through like what's holding you back. Let's look at like mm-hmm. the reasons why you have this worry. Like let's talk them out because like to just have someone sort of pushing you off being like I'm not ready, I'm not ready without getting to the bottom of why that is doesn't really like tell you anything, and what does that leave you to do? Just, like, wait around, right? like, forever? And I get she's, like, she's she's pretty young, she's been with him forever, and, like, I can understand why he'd be like, oh, this is maybe, maybe this is, like, the only person he's ever been with, and he's, like, a little concerned about that. Um, But whatever it is, I think if you come into it non-judgmental, and, like, non-angry, and just kind of, like, wanting to understand where he's coming from, you can talk it out in a real way. And then, I think it's okay to stick to your own sense of standards of like this is what I want my life and like I would like to know sooner rather than later if that's not something that you're interested in or if you're having second thoughts like Mm -hmm. we can either work through them or like maybe this isn't something that you want Mm -hmm. and like wouldn't you rather find that out sooner yep yeah
1: I mean marriage is a big commitment (laughs) it's like no shit Nicole but marriage really it's a big deal you have to make sure both truly want it and I I agree, like talk to him, figure out why he's not ready to propose yet and and take action from there. My my worst thing, like I would never want, like Mike and I, just to give people background context, we've been dating since college, like early college years. So we were, at this point, I think I've lost count of the years we've been actually together. Like we've been dating for at this point, like eight years. I don't know, oh, wow. but I I was never going to try and rush him into doing it. Well, also because I'm like uh, maturity level wise, I I wasn't ready like too early either. Well, that's the thing though, yeah. I would never want to rush him because I wanted to make sure like when he wanted to propose that we were both so ready and like ready for this marriage. And if we weren't, then we would talk about, you know, reevaluating whatever our relationship was, but I just it's such a big commitment like you are with this person and only this person for the rest of your life unless of course something happens and you get a divorce but like this I mean you have to be really sure I don't know I'm like here's the thing And I guess
0: she's in a more similar boat to you than me is that she's I guess met him when she was like 21 if she's 26 you could still be married and have kids by 30 yeah And, 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 and not be engaged yet that's one thing um But I think you should be on a similar timeline. You could say, like, oh, like, do we feel like we'll be ready in a year? Do Mm we feel like we'll be ready in a couple years? Do we need to, like, push back that 38? Like, the age thing does seem, like, a little arbitrary. Like, I think you could say, like, are you worried about, like, you know, getting into something too soon? Is it a financial thing for you? Again, like, I would get to the bottom of, like, what his hesitation is. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also think it's, like, like you are saying, like, I would never want to pressure him to, like, propose sooner than he wants the thing about like dating someone when you're 18 it's like yeah like that's that no like not to put that statement down but i also think like that's a that's the privilege of being of dating someone for eight years and you're still like 25 or something like that like mm-hmm. the older you are when you start dating someone the less you can be like i just want to make sure we're both 100 percent ready like you are working right. against like a clock of fertility and other things like that so like yeah you do want the person to be really sure But um, I think there's a lot less pressure when you're, like, both in your mid-early 20s than there is when you're, um, you know, you start dating someone a little later in your life. No, that's Um,
1: so true. I am, I I love a quick timeline, though, like, for all these, like, for people who um, have that clock or that timeline that they want to stay on. I feel like I see more and more, like, some of my sister's friends even who are getting married at, like... 29 or 30 and then like a year later they're popping out babies and I get that some people um some people want to have that time I've heard people say as well like oh I want to just enjoy being married before kids and like I get that but at the same time like I don't know I'm all for a quick timeline but I agree with you it's like since we have been together forever I've been like I've had eight years to not pressure Mike (laughs) so (laughs) right
0: well I think this guy is probably like oh like I don't know if I necessarily like he he, maybe you've had this you've been together for they've been together four and a half years maybe you had this conversation about wanting kids by 30 when you when he was like 22 and he's like oh now like now it's crunch time I don't know like if I if I said that a little early like yeah it's okay and you could say like it's okay if you changed your mind and your timelines a little later I just kind of want to know that we're both like doing this and like you know, like, when you think you'll be ready to do this, I just want to be on the same page as you because although you're not in a rush, like, for me, like, I, I want to do these things a little earlier in life. And so maybe you can find a middle ground. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. Anyway, that's our episode. Um, I think we, we solved engagements. What we did. <laughs> <laughs> Today was a heavy engagement episode. We have tons of questions, though,
1: about wedding stuff so don't worry you guys keep tuning in and we'll get to them and also um I know one of the big struggles people have been feeling lately is that they are not feeling motivated to plan their weddings and I've felt the same way I've said it in past episodes but for some reason like over this past weekend a, a flip switch is that or switch flip, no a flip switch Split. Um, and I had another one of my little epiphanies where i kind of am excited to start planning again, um, for next year, September 4th, 2021.
0: Is that so your official date? It is.
1: I need to nice. send out, change the dates still. That's on my list.
0: Are you going to do that like paper or like a uh, paperless post? Or you know something? what?
1: Kristen, our coworker, who also had to postpone her October 2020 wedding to October 2021, she did these cute little paper change the dates. And I know it costs extra money, but, like, honestly, I might just do it.
0: I don't know. They're cute. They were – I like a physical – I mean, I'm all for, like, saving money on, like, digital stuff because mm-hmm. I think people eventually throw those things out, Um But I do think it's nice to have a physical reminder of yourself in someone else's home.
1: (laughs) Yeah, on the fridge. Now there's going to be like 17 reminders. And I'm like telling my friends and family, I'm like, don't throw out our original save the date. They're so cute. So now they're just going to. Yeah, they are for sure. (laughs)
0: Um, That's my issue with wedding invitations is like they are really pretty, but everyone eventually just throws them out.
1: Oh, yeah. Unless they're your parents. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I told my planner, we we like had started talking about invitations and like, you know, she was showing me different options from all different budget levels. And I was like, honestly, I, I remember being like, I don't want to spend the top. Well, I don't want to spend a lot on these things. Like, I don't care what they look as long as the wedding experience is still nice. Like, and I, you know how they say some people will be like. Oh, the invitation is a quick preview of what the wedding's gonna be like. I'm like, no, it's not. What are
0: you talking yeah. about? The invitation so, is like a waste of money that yeah. <laughs> like gives <laughs> you information that could e- be found more easily um, on the internet.
1: Right. It's like make your wedding website spiffy if you need something. Right. Make- it's so
0: funny. I feel like everything about a wedding, everything like about everything you have to spend money on a wedding is like about like making things less efficient and more expensive. Mm -hmm. Like it's so much easier to just send an email invitation. It's like so much more efficient, but like, it's not as like elegant.
1: Right. Right. So I'll keep people updated. Oh, I, oh, I know there's weddings. Like don't make sense in so many ways, but we'll get to that another time. But, um, But yeah, so I'll keep people updated on what kind of change the dates I use, but follow along my newly excited wedding planning journey. I'm still going to make jokes about how sucky wedding planning is just for the good of the content.
0: Um, (laughs) You don't believe it anymore. Just so (laughs) so the people at home know. It's all... It's all a big scam. She loves <laughs> wedding planning. Deep down, I'm... Well, you must I be mean, pretty good at it because you do our marketing <laughs> and events. Uh, Nicole was planning the Up virtual live show and has done a lot of work for our other shows and live events. And, like, you're really good at it. So you must be... Thank you. You must be pretty good. I'm, I would, like, be into you planning my wedding because you're, like, on the details. I will never forget
1: Rachel. One of our uh, Dutchess co-workers said that to me the fir- right when I started... Um, right when I like started planning my wedding she was like you're probably so good at planning your wedding because you're so good at planning our events and I was like it's a whole different ballgame you'd be surprised how actually bad I am at wedding planning like I'm you would think I'm not excited at all for this thing that's why when I when I had to postpone my original wedding I was like low-key not that upset because I wasn't like ready Mm, (laughs) I was like very much behind
0: that is surprising yeah um where is your wedding like
1: Annapolis Maryland it's Annapolis waterfront hotel we love the location because it's like right in downtown Annapolis I don't know if you've ever been is that where
0: I've never been is that where your original wedding was supposed to be
1: Mm -hmm. they've been really nice and accommodating they were like yeah you could just switch your date we're open this date and we were like that's Labor Day weekend next year yeah that's the only thing yeah. no that's
0: great I feel like the older you get the more you're like excited to have something to do for a long weekend like when you're mm-hmm. younger it's like oh like I wanted to go on my like Damn, trip it's trip. like no one has anything to do at once you hit a certain age so
1: exactly even better so, yeah, yeah well that's our
0: show we'll be back next week till death do us part bye, bye. betches